Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so thankful that you're here with us, and I am so grateful to be your host. I'm sitting here writing myself a note. <laughs> We're going to be looking today at the Titulus or Titulus Crucius, title of the cross. And is this, is there any possibility that this was have anything to do with the cross of Jesus Christ. Let's get started. Again, I'm so thankful you're here. If you're like me, um, I was not raised in the Catholic tradition, liturgical relic tradition. So basically, learning the history of the Reformation, I just automatically rejected all things like this. And a large amount were forgeries. And there's a lot of jokes about the forgeries, you know, like two heads of John the Baptist. And the excuse was, well, one was from when he was a boy, you know, and all of this. And then the misuse of relics and veneration and monetary, pecuniary things associated with them. Does that mean every relic is automatically to be rejected? No, I mean, I think you would just have to take each one without superstition and uh, and say, okay, where's the provenance or the history of this associated with it? So let's get started on this particular one. This is the Titulus Crucius. We're on Wikipedia, the title of the cross. It's a piece of wood kept in the church of Santa Croce in, and let me see if I can get this name right, Jerusalem in Rome, which is claimed to be the Titulus title panel of the true cross of which Jesus Christ was crucified. I know Erasmus and some of his ilk, you know, in the 1500s, they would say if every splinter of the true cross was combined, it would build a uh, cathedral <laughs> to the cross, you know, so all of them couldn't have been. It is venerated by some Catholics. Now, notice some, not all. As a relic associated with Jesus, it's generally either ignored by scholars or considered to be a medieval forgery. It's 10 by 4.5 by 1 inches and has a weight of 1.515 pounds, that's 687 grams. It's inscribed on one side with three lines, of which the first is mostly destroyed. The second line is written in Greek letters and reverse script, and the third in Latin letters, also with reversed script. Wondering a reversed script. Does that mean uh, maybe it bled through or they were writing like it was Hebrew? I don't know. The Latin reads Jesus the Nazarene King of the Jews, corresponding to John nineteen nineteen, and the initials Enri familiar to Roman Catholics. I remember working in Christian book selling. Enri was everywhere. The initialism Enri represents Jesus Nazarenus Rex Judarium, which is Jesus the Nazarene, King of the Jews. You used to see it in a lot of old pictures around old Baptist churches I would hang around out in the country. They would have Enri on top. Not Henry, I-N-R-I. Um... The Titulus Crucius also mentioned in what's called the Synoptics. Probably not Synoptic, but we won't go there. 
Okay, so St. Helena, very famous as Constantine's mother, Roman Empress and mother of Emperor Constantine the Great, went on pilgrimage to the Holy Land, reportedly discovered the true cross and many other relics, which were donated to the Church of Santa Croce in Jerusalem, Holy Cross in Jerusalem, which she had built in Rome about AD 325. Gerardo, let me see if I can get this name, Cacchianamenci, Dal Orso was made cardinal priest of the church in 1124, sometime before he became Pope Lucius II in 1144. The box was apparently forgotten until 1st of February 1492. Hmm. It was the same day that news reached Rome of the downfall of the Moors in Spain. So, uh, Spanish cardinal priest of St. Uh, Groshi at the time encouraged veneration of the rediscovered relic. And so there's other Jerusalem relics. Some Christian pilgrims who visited Jerusalem in the centuries between Helen and Pope Lucius reported seeing Christ's titulus there. Aguera reported in 383. I won't go into all the things there. Uh, Antonius of Plenzenza in the 6th century, the 500s, uh, said he saw it. The authenticity, and this is the key, in 1997, the German author and historian Michael Hesemann performed an investigation of the relic. Hesemann presented the inscription of the title to seven experts on Hebrew, Greek, and Latin paleography. Uh, Gabriel Barquet of the Israeli Antiquities Commission didn't list them. Karsten Peter Thied, he's an excellent scholar as well. According to Hessman, none of the consulted experts found any indication of a medieval or late antique forgery. They all dated it in the time frame between the 1st and 3rd to 4th century AD, with the majority of experts preferring and none of them excluding the 1st century AD. Hessman concluded it's very well possible that Titulus Crucius indeed the authentic relic. Karsten Peter Thede suggested it's a genuine part of the cross written by a Jewish scribe. He cites that the order of the languages match what is historically plausible than the order shown in the canonical New Testament because had it been counterfeit, the forger would have surely remained faithful to the biblical text. Joe Nickel refers to this argument as trying to psychoanalyze the dead. 2002, the Roman Trey University conducted radiocarbon dating tests on the artifact and it was shown to have been made between 980 and 1146. Well... Radiocarbon dating, I will say, is highly, uh, highly subjective and inaccurate. These results were published in the peer-reviewed journal Radiocarbon. The titulus crucius recovered from the residence of Helen is therefore most likely medieval artifact. An Italian classical scholar, Mario Rigato, discussed the possibility that it's a copy of the now-lost original would have to say people would have to say there probably needs to be more rigorous testing here. I know on certain like limestone you can do patina and all this. I don't know what you could do on the wood. I know I used to just reject out of hand like Helena's going to the Holy Land. I was like, oh, this is all crazy. And this is kind of what I was taught in Bible school. When I began to research it for myself, kind of more independent, you know, I know Jerusalem was destroyed in 70 AD, and I know, again, 
the uh, Second Revolt, Bar Kokhba, 132 to 135 AD. The Christians did kind of keep stuff around. So I don't want to just reject it out of hand. I do respect Karsten Feed a lot. Just some things I've had dealings with in times past with him and manuscript evidence and this type of thing. Don't know. I will say this. Two things. Doesn't affect my faith one way or the other. I believe Jesus, bless her, though they haven't seen, still believe. And second, am I going to venerate it? I don't get into veneration of relics. I think that's not something the Bible encourages. So we'll leave it there. God bless you. Thanks for being with us. Please leave us a five-star review. Helps people find us. Pray for us. Subscribe. Listen to our playlist. Share with friends, family, neighbor. Make a journal, notebook of things you find interesting. And we will talk with you later. Join us daily. Bye-bye.